The goal for this podcast is to better our understanding through conversation. Communication is one of the easiest, yet hardest things to do. Whether that's communication of feelings, thoughts, or opinions. But through communication, new perspectives begin to take place. Throughout the various topics and opinions discussed on this podcast, we hope that we can add value, understanding, and a few laughs to your day. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hey guys, just want to give you a disclaimer that this episode does contain profanity. So just want to give you a heads up before you hop into the episode. This episode does contain profanity. All right, back to the episode. What's up? What's up? Back another week. It's Bruce and we got Ramirez up in the house. What's up, Ramirez? Hey, what's up? Chilling, chilling. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. Today was a long day, bro. Don't get mad because your plans fell through. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't hate the world or take it out on your loved ones or something. Sometimes, you know, you just got to, like, roll with the punches. Uh, the first segment of the day, man, we're going to hit it up with great moments in black history, bro. And um, I would say, man, today I wanted to highlight all the black barbers in the world, man. All the black barbers in the black community. <laughs> Salute you guys, man. You guys are awesome, hey. man. You feel me, like, bro? They are. Go ahead. It's they transform you, man. That's what it is. It's just they transform you, really. Like you change from like a being a busted loser into being somebody. You know, every time you get a good haircut, man. Every really, time. I feel it all throughout the week, but you know, on the I only I only bring this up because I felt that way when I, we were in uh, Oakland. Ah, oh, bro. So when we were in Okinawa, regardless of the the wait time. Because let's not <laughs> we'll put that in this. Forget that equation. But every time we got in there, man, I knew for a fact I was going to get a good haircut. Good haircut, bro. Quality. We, we were going to be quality. We were going to be fresh, bro. That's why it took so long. That's why it took so long to get in that chair because, you know, people knew the value of them. Facts, bro. The wait and, time was crazy. The wait time was crazy. That's how you know they're good. You know what I'm saying? It was absurd. I wanted to ask you, dog. If you had, if you ever had like a horror story or a bad story or a crazy story that ever happened to you at the barbershop, and then I want you to tell, I want you to tell me one, or maybe just shared it, one of the good best barber stories or one of the you know highlights of a barber story that you have. Oh man, oh uh, when I went, to, uh, one of the best stories I had at the barbershop was when I really realized that there was a lot of different people with a lot of different mindsets, but like they learned different things right so you wouldn't expect somebody to say something or know about a certain topic from when you first meet up right? mm-hmm. so what i say what i mean is when i went to the barbershop one time this is a bunch of there's a bunch of uh you know, african-american people doing cutting hair a bunch of dudes really just laughing they it up and i was like okay they must be talking about like sports or something you know talking about sports boxing but what they were talking about was chips getting implanted into their brain in order for them to be <laughs> either tracked by the government or pay money without pulling out their card. What? Yeah, I swear to you, they were talking about this concept which I had learned that uh, Elon Musk was bringing up about, you know, you know, plugging our brains into robots so we could, you know, continue our lives or something like that. That's crazy. You could get a haircut, get your hair braided, might come up on some cologne, you know what I'm saying, hear some good conversation all in the same day. That's very funny. 
because I have a guy who sells like fruit juice and like stuff like that for like exercise. You know, what I don't I mean? know anyone sells cologne, but there's always somebody doing that. Yeah, right. I know what you mean. Do you have a horror story though? Like, do you have one to where a bad a bad experience at a barbershop? One time there was almost a fight. So what? every time people start getting too intense about anything, you know, I forget what it was about. I remember it was a young man who I thought was joking in the beginning. You ever been like that where you see somebody doing some stuff and you're like, you, you see two people talking and they're getting loud. And you're like, man, they're just playing around, right? Yeah, but as you watch serious. it, no, of course not, right? Like, you're like, why would they? This is a barbershop. Why would you ever take anything too seriously? This place is just relaxed. Got to get your life right. Right. But as I watched him, the man, the young man became more animated. So he was just like, man, y'all know nothing. Is it, you, ever, you, you heard that one song where it's like, uh, Chief Key Faith is, Chief Key Faith that. Oh, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of guy. He was so passionate about what he was talking about. I was like, yo, is he being, what's going on? I, my bad story, it was one time when I was in high school, um, we used to go to this, this barbershop and the dude was cutting the back of my hair. And um, he had a guard on, so he was going with the guard, and it fell off. You know how they had uh, spray? Uh, they spray your hair yeah. with the oil sheen and stuff. So I thought that's what he was doing once he got done. So I got to my, um, I got back to the house, bro. Tell me why when the guard fell off, it cut a patch in the back of my head. So I had like a ball, what? and he was spraying, you know, like the line, the black lineup stuff. He was spraying that to cover it up in the back of my head. So my man didn't even tell oh. me nothing, dog. All it would have been was just. One free haircut. That's all it would have been, dog. Just, hey, fix that's, what, that's exactly what it would have been. But my man didn't tell me, so I never went back to him again, dog. What would you have done if you had told? If he had told you, if he told you that, damn, bro, I'm sorry. What if he was just been like, damn, son? I would have mean like that. <laughs> I would have. That's had, all he says. You gonna be like, what you mean? Yo, can you fix this, bro? Like, is there anything you could do? Like, you gonna have to cut my hair evenly so it'll match it? You know what I'm saying? Like, He'd be like, man. I cut to the bone, son. I, I can't <laughs> fix this. I, I'd have to remake your head. No way I'll be able to put that back. <laughs> bruh, I was hurt, bruh, for real. Because it's like, no. I, I had to go a whole day with my hair like that. You know what I mean? Before I Dang. could get back to the haircut place. So, yeah. Wow. I've had hairline messed up like that. So, I, I know exactly. It was rough, bro. My second question, though, bro, was going to be... um. Do you go to the same barber every time? Like, how often do you switch up barbers? Does it matter to you, or do you stick with the same oh, person? I've never switched up barbers. What? How I've long you been going to this dude? Like uh, the dude I'm going to now. Yeah, since before I joined the ring. So what? I I've never switched. Up so you that, so, so before you went to the ring, you was going to him. Then after you came yes. back three years later, you went back to. I him. went. Yeah, I went Yo, back. Oh, did he yeah. remember you? Yeah, 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 he did. Because I, you know, he was gonna be. Like, he was like, "Wait a minute, did I, don't I know you?" I was like, "Probably." I was like, "Cause I was, I had just gotten out, so I was feeling all confident." So I was like, didn't you go off somewhere? Yeah. And I was like, "Cause I, I wasn't like friends with him, but he knew who I was." Because I gotcha, was gotcha. You know what I mean, I, I never had no problems with him. So yeah, it was at that point, man. I stick with him. I stick with him all the time. I don't think I yeah. done had like a couple different barbers, man, throughout my life. At least five, dog. You know what I'm saying? You had five barbers? <laughs> yeah, at least five, bro. <laughs> you a piggy? You a piggy nigga? What, the, what? What have they been doing wrong? You? What, what, why are your standards so high? 
Nah, bro. I just, uh, you know, like some of them, are, um, like I never went back to that one dude, you know? Well, I right, used to right. go to this that dude named sense. Mr. TJ. And then like when I got around, like maybe like teenager age, let me just, so I switched it up then and, uh, went to start going to, I think that place where that dude messed it up. So then he messed up my hair. So I had to switch it again uh, and I started going to a different shop. And then, um, I was going to that shop all the way up to I joined the Marine Corps. And then when I came back, um, and then when I moved here, where I'm at now, uh, I had one barber I was going to, and I was with him for a minute. I had been going to him for like at least a year. So I was sticking with him good. And he, I can never schedule appointments. Like he had his app that would schedule appointments on. And every time I schedule an appointment, I either was working or I couldn't get off or all of them was booked up. So I was like, bro, I get, I got tired of that. So I found one close to base down here. And I've been going to him for a few months. For a few months, huh? <laughs> you know, you, 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 you're a little treacherous. You feel what? Me? I, I don't know. How, bro? bro How? Having a barber, having faith in your barber is one of the most important things a man can have. You got to have somebody reliable and consistent. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm a, the dude that I switched from recently, he was consistent, bro. He was consistent for real. Um, he was like on point. He knew how to cut my hair. Like my man, we had good conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like at one time he was selling like right. the sea malt, this health stuff. I was buying it from him. Like he was cool, bro. He had merch. That dude was on point. But uh, like I said, man, he was always booked up, man. His appointment, I could never get an appointment with him no more. I'm like, bro. Oh, okay. He was too bougie. I got you. It wasn't that. It was just I think it was my schedule, like my work schedule. And like every time, like I work, and then I'm like, all right, cool. I, I finally got a day off. Let me see, let me check to see if you got some openings. And he wouldn't ever have no openings. I'm like, bro, do y'all like? So do you do you tell your barber um when the next time you're gonna get a haircut, or is it an app that you schedule on? Like, how does that work? I walk in and I pray to God he's not full. What you never it. set up one man, bro? I, I live by the moment. I don't <laughs> I don't plan for things. Okay, no. But sometimes bro. I be walking in that bed. I'm not crazy. I know that on certain days he's gonna be booked up. Oh, Fridays, okay, okay, okay. forget about it. Gotcha. Ain't no goddamn way. Sundays, forget about it. Ain't no goddamn way. Maybe on a Wednesday. I'm telling you on a Wednesday. That's when I usually go in at. Gotcha, gotcha. The light cool. days. So like how many the light days? How how long Tuesday, does it take you? No, no. To get in the chair? Yeah. On a Wednesday, I would say about like what? 30 to 40 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Okay, okay, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. No, no, no. I'm like, bro, is yeah. you pulling another okie dog? Like, you're going to be in the chair. You're going to be at the bookshop oh, for like four hours? I have done that before, though. I have done that. <laughs> yeah. I have done that, bro. I, I haven't planned. I didn't for plan. the same dude? Like, you, uh, bro. You So, you never, yeah. like, you never went to the barbershop and you were like, damn, man, my man taking a minute. And he's like, and they're like, anybody need a cut? And you hop in the chair with him? Absolutely not. Yo, they don't even oh, ask man. me. They're out of their mind. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> no one asks you that. I they know it's the same guy. I go in. He he, bro. I know his schedule. He goes in at work at three thirty every time, and he either he's gonna eat some chicken first, or he's gonna just <laughs> chill and just talk. I know he's because there's a fucking there's KFC right there. Got you, got you, got you. Me, bro. I got. I probably got a reputation in the barbershop community, like. Hey man, my man iffy sometimes, bro. <laughs> like, he ain't no loyal customer, man. My man, you mess you mess with Royal one time, you uh, mess him bro, up one time, he'll never go. No forgiveness. So um, 
hop back in it, man. Let me see what we're gonna talk about today, dog. Um, he <laughs> got like twenty seven minutes of just barber talk. So I hope y'all learn something from that. Um, it's important. It's important, bro. I'm telling you, dog. Like, yo, I'm the haircut, man. Is yes. bro, the haircut is the pinnacle, almost, man. It's up there. It's up there in the top list. You know, make sure you smell good. Make sure you brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. Make sure you got a good haircut. Yeah. Um, what else, dog? Yeah. Make sure you on time. Stuff like that. Like the haircut okay. gonna be in a conversation of the top things you need to do. They have to. If you don't have a good haircut, bro, you, your whole confidence is gonna be off. I'm telling you, you gotta bro. believe in yourself. You seen those people that like don't have a haircut and you're like, Ugh. like man, bro, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about, right? I do. Bro, yeah. let me ask you it's something. Important. Do you wash your hair before you go to the haircut? I do, yes. Got you. Okay, okay. You gotta also uh, screen your barber. You know what I mean? Like be looking out for certain yes. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like make sure ain't no just anybody can come up in the shop. Make sure they got you know what I'm saying. A clean. How's the how's the barber barber shop looking? Is it clean? Uh, is it look like? Is yeah. That what it is? A, is it like a is it like a fight club in there? Like a, <laughs> going in there just, just do battle? Got a question that man? Because that's what I thought it was for a little while. I was like, yo. <laughs> What on earth kind of place is this? Am I gonna square up someday? Like, <laughs> am I am I ready for that? I mean, these people make me a lot of crap. Yo, wouldn't that be wild, bro? Like one day oh they they like, yo, you've been coming here for a minute, man. It's time for you to, you know what I'm saying? Initiate. Yeah. And I'm oh, exactly. not just initiate. Just not even not even something so fun or cool like that. Just be like, yo, bro, I don't know who you is, bro. Like, why are you always coming in here? I'm gonna be questioning myself. Like this is a this is a place where I get a haircut, right? That's crazy. And they already got a person you gonna fight. My man over there ready, shirt off, knuckles uh, uh wrapped up, knuckles up, just pacing. Yeah, and it's and if you don't win, you don't get a haircut. You don't get the rest of your haircut. <laughs> so that means they gotta like pick, pick your limp body up and like cut half your hair and cut your rest of your hair. Yeah, your your head is wobbling because you're not even conscious yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, bro. I could literally picture if that. You can imagine <laughs> somebody just after somebody getting a two piece of a lifetime, they they just in the chair, unconscious, and the barber's still having a normal conversation. But he's like grabbing his head so he can like keep it up like a baby. Like his head, his neck is can't support his unconscious head. Oh, bro, hilarious, man! That is so hilarious. Oh, bro. Moving on, man. I want to talk to you about something, man. Learning how to put your feelings aside and regardless of how you feel, do the task that's required. I was reading this something, something I wrote down. I was like, capitalism is facts or execution, no matter what's going on. Effort is feelings. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, if you feel like it, you're going to get some effort. Capitalism is like, yo, regardless of what's going on around me, I'm going to handle my business. I'm going to do what's required at the level that it's required. And I think for myself included, learning how to put my feelings aside, regardless of how I feel and doing what's required is hard sometimes. Like <clears throat> this morning when I was waking up to get, go to the gym, it's like, bro, I don't feel like it, bro. Like I don't feel like going, you know what I mean? Like it right. should have been regardless of the fact I should have just went to the gym regardless of how I felt like, Hey, this is what I need to do. This is the body I want. Hey, let me knock this out. But it's like, Different things in your life sometimes, uh, we do that. You know what I'm saying? We put our feelings into it. And I don't think that's a bad thing because feelings are definitely necessary. 
but um, I think they can be implemented in the wrong way or misused at times, dog. Does it make sense? Yeah. Exactly. You got to power through it. I mean, you know what your goal is, so you can't substitute any type of feeling for that. You look young for present pain for the future. Well, what you brought up to me was very interesting. Was about not because I've had problems like that powering through, you know, to, to get the job done. So, you know, recently for me, I've had, you know, problems at work trying to change up what I've been doing and trying to change my mindset of how the whole ordeal has gone down. But one of my problems is, you know, I just, I had an idea of what I wanted to do, but they had completely changed it on me. Yeah. So I've had problems adapting. Gotcha. Uh, what you were saying is, I know what I want to do in the future with my life and how I want to get it done. So I can't let something so inconsistent in, in, um, so something so, so, mo- so, Incon- so minute get in my way. Gotcha. So small. Something so, you know what I mean? Something so, like, this is just a small thing to get over and then I'll continue on my journey to be the person I want to be. Like, like, how you felt not going to the gym? You're like, I, I, you, you have an idea of what you want to be. You have a goal. So you don't want to just give that up. Just not for the small little thing. At least that's what I think. Right? Yeah, no, nah, you, you you spot on, bro. That's that's 100% right. Because it's like, once I got up and got going, you know what I'm saying? I was good. You know what I mean? Like, I was, right. you know what I mean? My energy was back. Like, I was straight. It was just that initial. And I was thinking about that today on the ride, ride home. I'm like, it's it's that gray area, bro, to where you got that 30 seconds window to where it's the make a break point bro literally it might be shorter than that it might be 15 seconds to where i'm waking up out of bed the bed is i'm feeling like because your senses are just coming back to consciousness so i'm feeling this warmth in the bed my body is still fatigued and like tired trying to wake up out of this sleep you know what i mean i look at the clock so now i'm like damn it's early as shit you know what I'm saying? Like nobody's up. Like what? What is it? Why am I getting up this morning? So right and but the the goal is to push past that 15 seconds or whatever it takes. Put your feet on the ground. Just walk to the sink. You know what I mean? Walk to the sink. Throw some water on your face, bro. Once you get them moving, you know what I'm saying. You build that momentum. But it's like the toughest part for me is just that 15 second window, 20 second window to where it's like I'm sitting on the edge of the bed and I'm <laughs> I'm having that lifelong decision. Like Jesus. But what I what I thought about, though, was like, this is not just me feeling this, bro. Every person, every marathon runner, every cyclist, whatever people, you know, what I'm saying Olympic runner, they wake up and feel the same thing, dog. Like, you can't tell me they don't have days to where they wake up and feel the same way. Like, damn, I don't want to train today. I don't want to do this today. The difference is they just push through it. Like you said, they find a way to whatever they got to tell themselves, they push through it. You think it's all willpower? I think willpower. Early in the morning, I would say it's willpower, just for the simple fact that it's not you at a hundred percent. By the time your day goes on, you know what I'm saying, your willpower depletes over time because you're constantly making decisions. So I think it's um, I think it's building like selling it to yourself. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna read something to you. Right. Maybe it's a uh, um, I'm gonna read this, and then you know what I'm saying. I want you to um, give me your thoughts on it. What if there was a way to play all the time instead of work or to enjoy work so that it's as much fun as playing? Finding that thing that you can chase that feels like fun, despite the war, pain and misery of the world, 
or the unrelenting grind of life. Maybe just maybe I would take one more look at that crazy idea or no, it would never work. Those are the two things you tell yourself. But everything in the world is made up of crazy ideas. The things we love most books, democracy, free enterprise, all started as crazy ideas. Running is hard, painful, risky, and awards. The rewards are few and far between. When running around a track or an empty road, there is no destination or none that can justify the effort. The act itself becomes a destination. It's not just that there is no finish line, but you define the finish line. Whatever the gains are that are derived from the act of running, you must find them within. It's all in how you frame it and how you sell it to yourself. Every runner knows this. Mile after mile, you run chasing some goal. But really, you run from the alternative. But really, you run because the alternative of stopping scares you to death. And I was like, bro, the part that really got me, and I want you to uh, give me your thoughts on it, was the act itself becomes a destination. Um, Hold on, let me find it. The act itself becomes a destination. Whatever the gains are, they are derived from the act of running. You must find them within. It is in, it's all in how you frame it and how you sell it to yourself. And I was like, bro, that's crazy because that's really what you be doing. That's really what I be doing when I wake up in the morning, sitting on the edge of the bed and selling it to myself, like why I should get up. And it's not some goal that I'm reaching, which I thought about when I read this. It's really just the process of going through it. That's the goal. That's the destination. That's the finish line. That's that's deep, man. That, that whole thing was incredible. There's a lot of the points, man. You define the finish line. That's very impressive. I never thought of it like that. You define what the rules are and what the finish line is and how far. A lot to think about because, I mean, I guess for for some people, you have to ask yourself what's the right thing to do at all times. You know what I mean? Like, what what's the right move to make? If I define the finish line, should I even compare myself to anyone else? Because, I mean, I'm the one who, who created my own ending. But if I still think to myself, that person has the things I want, maybe my ending's not there yet. Maybe I'm trying to become what they want, but it's all up to them. It's all up to you. It's all up to the person making it up, right? What outcomes do you want done? And how far are you willing to go for that outcome? Because you can quit at any time. But that's your outcome. Like That's exactly what you want to do. Looking around, you know what I mean? I, I kind of understand that. They all define our own destiny. And I think that's true, dog, <clears throat> for real, because it's like comparison is a thief of all joy. So it's like in reality, you know, everybody's situation and resources are different. Everybody has different levels of resources. And I think um, you define the finish line man. you define what you want to do, like this podcast, dog, because it's like something I always wanted to do. Something I always, you know what I'm saying, talked about. And it's like, yo, uh, whatever it do, whether it do zero numbers or 100, 100,000 numbers. The fact is that it's something that I enjoy doing. And whenever I do it, it never feels like work. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just fun. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, right. I think what uh, the the part where he said, there is no destination or none that could justify the effort. The act itself becomes a destination. It's not just that there is no finish line, but you define the finish line. So he said, the act itself becomes a destination. So the fact that what, what I got from that was, the act of you saying that, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get this body. And every morning that you get up, 
getting up and going after that every morning, that one day, two day, three day, four day, that's the finish line itself because you making it happen for yourself. You know what I mean? And I think that's important, dog. Like that's key because when I stop going, I feel terrible, bro, because it's like, dang it, deep down inside, I know I can. Like sometimes things come or the day doesn't go as planned, but you shouldn't let that define how the rest of your day goes. You know, I heard a quote that says it's not how your day starts, but how it finish. So it's like, um, if you know you could do better, if you know you could do more, why aren't you doing it? That's the question you should ask yourself. Learning how to put your feelings aside and regardless of how you feel, do the task that's required. You can look at look at that two ways. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because effort is, I feel like, determined on feelings to certain points. Because let's just say my wife gets sick and, you know, I take some days off from work, but, uh, you know, eventually I'm going to have to go back to work and she's still sick. She got, you know, uh, something, something's wrong with her. It's like, while I may be giving the same effort at work, my mind is not going to be there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like right. my performance is going to drop. So it's like. You take that same, you know, I may, I may get let go. They may say, Hey Bruce, you're not be meeting your quota. I'm sorry, but we got to let you go. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, a part of that I'm gonna think is unfair, but a part of that I can understand. Um, but you know, like I said, the other part of capitalism is required regardless of how I feel. Hey, it's something got to get done. We got to get to the top of the mountain. Let's do it. And a part of the military taught us that also, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Regardless of what's going on, bro, you got to make it happen. And then you can, after work, after the task is done, you could think about what's going on in your personal life or what's going on that's, that's plaguing you. So I think uh, having the ability to be able to separate that. And then, of course, you got to know, hey, this is something I need to take care of right now. This is a mental issue or a physical issue or, you know what I'm saying? Something that really needs to be taken care of right now. Or this is something that, hey, I have to get the task done in front of me and then I can worry about that later. Figuring out when you need to put your feelings aside, how to do that. Like, like I said, selling it to yourself, whatever you got to tell yourself, you know what I'm saying? Whether that's for me in the past, I've made videos that I watch every morning. You know what I'm saying? Like I made videos in the past to where like I look at them like now, you know what I'm saying? I, I look at some videos I made in the past to myself. You know what I'm saying? I've made like I've read, pr- recorded myself um, saying principles and I listen to them in the morning as I'm getting up. But it's like, whatever you got to do, you got to make it happen for yourself to to get you in that mindset and that mode. I feel like you got to brainwash your own brain. You know what I mean? That's a That's perfect really word. Is. That's a perfect word. And not in the negative sense, but brainwash us and just remind yourself why you're doing it and for what reasons and why you shouldn't give up. It's just That's pretty much it. I mean, brainwashing really is just convincing your own brain to overcome your rational thinking. It's just not just... And not in a bad way. What I'm saying is not just allowing yourself to give up so so easily or so quickly due to your current circumstances. You know what you got to do, and you need to do it in order to overcome. What you're trying. I mean, you, you got to do it. Don't give up or convince yourself to give up. I mean, that's a hundred percent, Ramirez. That's a hundred percent, bro. Um, it's it's crazy, bro, because we built to be like I wouldn't say we built to be comfortable, but comfortability feels good. And I was reading a quote that said money can buy you happiness, I think is what he said. You know, you could buy that car that's going to make you happy. You could buy that house that can make you happy. But once that car breaks down, once that house starts to deteriorate or it gets a leak or the roof goes bad and you have to spend money on the roof, you're not happy no more. 
he was like, but joy is what you should seek. You know what I'm saying? Joy comes from God. And I, it got me thinking like, dang, that's so true though, man. Like these material, certain material islands will make you happy. You know what I'm saying? They will. But once they break, once you can't use them no more or they're not here no more, it's like you're not happy no more. But joy is different, you know, <clears throat> and, you know, it's various things I feel like you can get from joy. Joy is like from your family, building memories with your family. You know what I mean? That you could think back on. You get that warm feeling when you think back on it. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. God brings you joy. Different things, whatever it is in your life that brings you joy. Now, another thing is pleasure. And maybe um, it's three, pleasure, happiness, and joy. But pleasure, I feel like it's like you get that from eating fast food. It brings you pleasure for the moment. And then once you've been done eating it, you know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not happy no more. You're going, you're going to the next thing. Pleasure. Yeah. Like pleasure, bro. Like, like that's when I read, when I thought about that, man, I had read it on an article because I was reading about right. uh dieting and it was like, okay. pleasure is temporary. You know what I mean? Like pleasure is a uh, very temporary and it, and it's only for a brief moment. But once you're done eating that fat pizza, or eating those cookies or whatever the case may be, once you're done playing that video game or hanging out with that girl, it's like, yo, that was only for a moment. That that pleasure only lasted for the time period you was doing it. And then after you finished doing it, that was it. Find your why. You know what I'm saying? Why are you doing it? Like, why is it meaning, meaning, meaningful with you? Meaningful to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. for me, man, it's like, I want to be, I want to look good, dog. Like, I want to, I know I can. I know I have the capability to do it. Why haven't I been doing it? And one is because of laziness. For one. Two, it's because, uh, and laziness in the sense of, me not making the time to meal prep, you know what I'm saying? Me not making the time to read up on articles on how to, how to do exercises and just not waking up things like that stuff that's in my control. Um, and two, like I said, I know I can, you know, if other people, if I look at other people on YouTube, all I know that defines them is they had consistency and they had intentional practice, which means they worked on themselves on purpose. So those are only two defining factors. Like you have poor people that's in shape. You have rich people that's in shape. So money doesn't, is not the defining factor. You know what I'm saying? We all have 24 hours in a day. So time is not the defining factor. It's all about, like I said, being consistent, making the time for it. So I think finding your why and breaking it down to the point of like, why am I not making this happen? Is it, is it because of me or is it because of things that are out of my control? And most of the time, I feel like it's a lot of things that are in our control that uh, we could take hold of and grab and make things happen. Like I said, for me, it's my, yeah. my time management. I get you. So there's reasons why things are not going the way you want them to go. I feel Maybe it. if you want to be thin and you keep eating enough for cookies like a fat, you know, like a fat person, you know, I mean, like you're going to stay fat like a fat person. I mean, like, what do you expect is going to happen? But like you, you can take control of that. Like you cannot eat so many, or you can slow down. You don't have to cut off cold turkey, but you can just relax and not have to go so deep into it. That little brief thing I read was from a book called Shoe Dogs, the um CEO of Nike. And uh, I heard that at the beginning of the, of the uh, book. I was like, yo, that's that's deep, man, with the running stuff. You have anything else you want to add to it? That was pretty good. I think I, I learned a lot when we were talking. Something stuff I gotta consider, you know. What about you? Nah, that's real though, bro. Like, um, same with me, dog. Like, it's definitely a lot of stuff that I got, uh, I gotta consider, man. Um, and uh, if that's it, man, then we gonna close it out and uh, 
See you guys next week. If you like what you've heard or would like to send us feedback, reach out to us at thoughtvisionmaterialize at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at underscore the Real Talk Podcast, Twitter at Real Talk Pod One, and Apple Podcasts and Spotify at The Real Talk Podcast. Thank you for listening and tune in every Thursday to check out new episodes. See you next week.